Hey, what's going on guys? Welcome to episode one of Positive Input. Today we're going to be talking about a shortened work week in South Korea, an increase in renewable energy usage across the planet, and a new homeless shelter that was built in Vancouver. So South Korea cuts inhumanely long working week, which is actually pretty absurd when you hear this. It actually cut the working hours a week from an average person from 68 to 52 hours in a working week. I mean, that's, hey. just, ins that's just insane. That's just insane. I mean, to me, I don't even know how. I mean, sometimes you work 68 hours in a week. Can you imagine every person doing that? That's just absolutely insane. And that so, goes for every job. That goes man. for every job, man. See, so if you're doing that hardcore like manual labor, you're out there doing that, you know? So this bill is actually going to be enforced starting in July, and it's actually going to affect large companies first and then trickle down into small businesses. And I just think, like, for everyone as a whole, it's just such, like, a good, like, change. Like, you got to have that work-life balance. I mean, if you don't have that, it's just your mental status just becomes a little bit crazy. Right. No, I definitely think that's, like, a necessity. You definitely need to have a little bit of time to recharge and... To get back to that grind. You can't be grinding all the time. Right. Otherwise, you're going to burn yourself out. And that's that's no good for your own mental health. And that's not good for the company as well. Because your workers right. are just burnt out, you know. And it'd be interesting when this actually happens. If, like, productivity will actually... I mean, yeah, you're working, I mean, damn near 30 hours less in a working week. I mean, I'm sorry. If you're going 68 to 52, you're actually working 16 less. But from our status, it's like... Will, will productivity actually increase when on the working clock or will it decrease? You know what I mean? Are you going to be able to get more done in a day or less done in a day? You know, it's like, right. men, are people able to maintain focus for 68 hours in a week? Like you'll lose, you'll lose 16 hours, but are you actually going to lose 16 hours worth of work? Right. Because you might actually become more productive in the 52 hours as compared to the right. 68 hour work. Right. Week. That's exactly right. And it's crazy because it says here, obviously it's affecting the large companies first. So it's like, these huge corporations, these people that are working for corporations are still working 68 hours in a week, or they are currently, but it's like, well, we're from, and it's like, well, we know, it's like, you're working for a small business, you're working 68 to get that hustle up, you know what I mean? But like, the fact that people are working 68 in large companies, are just, it's just, that's crazy. Mind-blowing. It's crazy, yeah. crazy. Yeah, next topic is uh, Vancouver. In Vancouver, they've had a homeless epidemic, which a local business has now stepped in and stepped up to the plate where now they're going to donate $300,000 to the city to build a new homeless center. Uh, this donation was made by the C.E. John Company. Uh, the chairman, Jim Johns, felt as if it was time for a local business owner to step up and combat the homeless epidemic. Uh, this new center is to be open seven days a week and serve, on average, 74 people per day. Wow. On average. Wow. Uh, this facility will have restrooms, laundry, showers, provide clothing, uh, provide mental health counseling, provide job search assistance, provide transportation assistance, as well as storage for personal belongings. And uh, this building is expected to be built this summer. And That's absolutely insane to me. I mean, from a, coming from a city where the homeless population is actually insane, and me being a human being to where I actually usually give a couple bucks to a homeless guy, it's a real thing. I mean, there's some people out there that are actually not homeless, that are collecting money, I get that. But at the same time, there's a lot of people that are homeless, and we were not given the same opportunities that we were. Right. So it's like, you really got to take that stuff seriously, and it's going to affect the whole economic system in a positive way. You know what I mean? People are going to be less people on the street, number one, which is going to be, you know, reduce crime, and it's just... Just in general, it's a great thing for society. 
That's right. just what we need to be doing. And I think, uh, honestly, a lot of times, a lot of the homeless people do, uh, you know, they're not in the best of terms. And a lot of times there are mental illnesses tied in with it. And right. that's a lot of the times why they are receiving no help is because no one has actually been able to help them with their mental issues. And I think that, you know, that this facility has like a mental health counseling system put in place is actually... Uh, that should have a really good effect. And the right. fact that they're trying to find, you know, find they're jobs. helping with jobs assistance, yep. they're helping with transportation, you know, that's like, that's actually enough to like get someone back up onto their feet and like build them back up to the point where they're like self-sustainable. Get right. them to the point where, you know, they can shower, have clean clothes, be able to get to a job, be able to, like be able to find a job, be able to get to the job. Right. And like at least like hold them off long enough to like get back up on their feet and be like, you know, sometimes, productive members. Yeah, yeah, sometimes that's all it takes is just a little flick of the switch, a little mental change to get someone right back moving. Maybe they're in a dark place. Maybe they've been through some rough times, whether it be personal, with family, whether it be with other substance abuse. hate to say that, but, you know, it's true. And it's just like they get the mental health counseling. They get a new job put in place. They're able to get, like you said, they're able to get to the job. They're able to actually live a better life, man. I mean, get back on their feet, start being a productive member of society, just like everyone wants them to be in the first place. You know what I mean? But it's like we're actually giving them the opportunity to do so. You know, instead of us sitting back and being like, oh, that lazy homeless guy, we're actually taking a step back and providing an opportunity for the person to get back to where they need to be. Right. It's like instead of, you know, instead of seeing the top service level of the issue, it's just some, like, homeless people on the streets, you know, it's like actually kind of digging to the root cause and trying to, like, you know, like figure out, like, where they are coming from. Because, you know, right. some of them are going to have mental problems. Some are going to have, you know, maybe drug issues. Some people are just, like, you know, maybe they just had a bad chain of events that, you know, put them out on the street and they just had no options to, like, yeah. you know, be able to, like, take care of themselves and, like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you never know what people's circumstances are. I mean, some people will tell you what their story and you're just like, man, I mean, I would have had no idea that you even got yourself in this position based on these unfortunate circumstances that happened to you, but everyone's got to be treated equally, man. Everyone needs the opportunity to get back on their feet and do what it takes to get live a better life and that's doing just that. Local business, man. Shout out to Vancouver. Yeah, I was gonna say Jim Johns, man. That's a good. That's a good man. Like especially I, the CE John company is also a real estate company, so it's actually kind of cool that smart move. You know, a place that's made so much money off of housing is giving back to the community almost by giving more housing. The community so, it serves right there, and it's like it's gonna affect everyone positively. So it's like this company just decides to donate a little of their extra profit. And it's going to serve everyone in the whole community. You're going to reduce people on the street. You're going to reduce the homeless population. You're going to reduce, potentially reduce crime, reduce substance abuse. All that's it. All because one person decided to do a good deed. Right. Think about that. Yeah. That one person could, you know, I mean, obviously that $300,000 would probably be profit shared split. But at the end of the day, you know, that $300,000 could have gone into a small few select people's hands. Yeah. And that would really never get back out into the general population. But we're now, you know, it's affecting, what, 74 people on average a day. That's yep. huge. That's huge. $365,000. And it's $300,000. I mean, yeah. if it's a big real estate company, $300,000 is, I hate to say, it's chump change. You yeah, know what I mean? If you, actually got, if, you got, if you got a lot of uh, homeless, I'm sorry, if you got a lot of real estate in the city, $300,000 is, not, is nothing. It's literally nothing for you guys. Right. And they're putting it to a good cause. Man, making big moves. That's what I like to see. Glad to see society making the right way for everyone that's part of society, man. That's a good move. That's right. Good move. Right on. No, that's what it's all about. Giving back. If, you're in the, if you have the power to give, like, do Just it. Just do it. Yeah. Just do it. Don't even, don't even question it. Just do it, man. If you got a power to affect someone's life in a positive way, because you, maybe you're in a more fortunate circumstance, then I don't see a reason why you should ever hold back. Right. Especially, I mean, especially situations like this where it's like, you know, most people want to leave that up to, you know, letting the government handle that. 
where, you know, you everybody knows how government works and how slow moving it is and, like, just how not viable of an option that is. Like, if you have money to do that, like, a privatized company can throw that money on the spot and right. that money's going to get it done. Instead like, of waiting for the government to trickle everything down, like, you know what I right. mean? It's like, oh, they're going to, you know what I mean? A little money here, a little money there. It's like, let's just get this over with $300,000 right to the homeless people, just man. Right to the whole community, right there and then. Streamlines the process, gets rid of all the politics and change and probably And probably impacts his business for... For positive, yeah, right, for the positive right. side, you know. I mean, there's no way negatively affect his business by donating that money to the community. People are going to remember that. People are going to respect that. People are going to be a part of that, and it's just that's how it's going to be. Right. Shout out to shout out to John Company, man. The CE John Company, Jim John, man. Yeah, give Jim him back. John. Give him back. Good dude. So the last topic we want to touch on is a very, very big part that a big topic that everyone should be considering in their daily life, no matter what you're doing. It's a topic of renewable energy. And the article was actually, um, the topic of the article is literally the number of cities that get more than 70% of total electricity from renewable has doubled since 2015. In 2015, only 42 cities got 70% of total electricity from renewable sources. In 2017, that number skyrocketed to 101. 101 cities wow. are now getting all of their electric, total, 70% of their total electricity from renewable energy sources such as wind, solar, hydro, you name it. I mean, just any sort of renewable energy, man. And so actually, more than 100 cities, more than 100 cities are actually on 100% renewable energy. 100%. Every, every piece of energy they get in the city is renewable. And one of those is actually, actually in the United States. Burlington, Vermont is a city in the United States that gets 100% of its energy from renewable resources. That's absolutely mind-boggling. That's awesome. That's awesome. In the U.S. alone, 58 cities are committed to transition to 100% renewable energy, including cities like San Diego and Atlanta. Big cities. Big cities that have massive effects on our global footprint. Matt, just I can't describe the massive effects on our global footprint have committed to transition to 100% renewable energy. Now, the time frame for each city will obviously be different. But that being said, it's the thought process that counts. It's the fact that people are taking into consideration that, hey... This is where we're at. This is well, this is the effect that we're having on our environment day in and day out. We need to make a change, otherwise the world is going to force us to make a change ourselves. And right. that's what's going on. And that's that's the beauty of this whole article. Trying to stay ahead of the curve, you know. I mean, yeah, obviously there's many issues going on. There's, you know, we even have big political government entities that actually have like bills and agreements and stuff put in place specifically for pollution and like it's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. A, it's, it's, it's great. I mean, the fact of the matter is everyone's still driving around um, a gas-powered car and is really just destroying the earth every day on their way to work. But it's the idea that we're finally taking a step back and considering the renewable. You know, we got Tesla creating all these cars like coming electric, like electric cars. I mean, that's one start for the whole thing. I mean, that's a long ways out. Obviously, you're not going to have everyone drive an electric car next week. At the same time, it's these people that are considering and making an effort to make those changes that are actually going to make the long-term effect on the United States, on the world, on the whole global footprint. Right. I mean, and that's, yeah, that's a, a thing, too, is uh, these big cities, you know, San Diego, Atlanta, that's a lot of people. That's a lot Tons of people. energy. So if you can actually convert that over to 100% renewable, that's going to affect the world. It's not only going to affect the United the States. Whole, that's affecting right. everything. That's like, that's such a big move. That is crazy. And there's so many, it's crazy how creative you can be with like just renewable energy i actually saw i mean we got wind solar hydro you know the typical 
But I actually saw one back in the day where it was basically like this machine that sat on the water, and when it rocked on the waves, it created the it transitioned the mechanical energy into electrical energy as it as it used right. the waves. So it took, it's, the, took so, the energy from the waves, right, and, and can, translated it into into, into a usable form yeah. of energy that humans can function with. You know what I mean? Power homes, power businesses, power cars, anything, just from literally using what's already given to us, the waves in the water. Well, it's cool, yeah, it's definitely cool to see our future, like, moving towards that, and I mean, like, you referenced before, like, Tesla, like, they're becoming an all-electric car company, and then, yeah, off of Tesla, talking about Elon Musk, is Insane. Solar City, Solar, Solar City. City, baby, eventually his idea is to get, you know, pretty much self-sufficient homes, like, yeah. home batteries, you're gonna have a battery in your home with solar panels, whatever yep. you need to do, like, when, like, anything that takes on electricity, you're going to be able to make a home self-sufficient, and no one's going to have to really have a grid. And it's honestly, at the end of the day, it might be more expensive right away, but long term, it'll be cheaper for everyone, and it's going to be insane. I mean, Like, imagine be- how good that would be for the environment, to the point where everybody's, you're not, you know, like, the most damage we're doing is driving around cars. That's it. Yeah, and maybe not even. Maybe yeah, we're already driving electrical at cars point. at that right, point. Right, right, right. And it's crazy. It's like you flick a light switch on in your house, and you're just like, man. My roof powered this. I sucked in the energy from my solar panels. It went down to the battery in my basement, and it's powered my whole house. Basically, this, literally, the natural, the light we created is literally becoming from a natural source. From fire to actually electricity, it's coming from a natural source, i.e. the sun. It's insane. Right. I mean, it's insane. And it's, it's a really about time that in 2018 that humans start really, I mean, clearly we started transitioning a lot sooner than that. But we really triple down on this and really start taking it seriously. You know what I mean? Like, it's really time we do that. Because otherwise our kids are going to be like, man, thanks for handing us this place. Right, right. No, that's exactly what it is. You know, everybody's got to collectively come together for the greater good. Stop being fucking selfish. Yep. Like, literally think about the big picture of where everything's going. Yeah. And do whatever little part you can play to try and have the outcome be better. Right. Because you matter. I mean, you think one person doesn't matter. That's the same thing when people go out and vote. Your vote matters. Your renewable energy matters. Your impact matters. I don't care what you think. It matters. Don't ever let anyone tell you it doesn't, because if everyone starts doing that, and everyone has that mentality like it matters, and it's all going to change. Collectively, it, has it to doesn't change. matter. If everybody thinks yeah. like, oh, my vote doesn't matter, then it say doesn't. you have, yeah. you know, out of 10 people, eight people say my vote doesn't matter, and those eight people don't do anything, and now you got two that actually do vote, and you know how much more of their voice yeah. means right. over years now, because you think your voice does not matter. Right, and then people are like, oh, well, I'm one over 300 million. Well, it's the same thing. Well, it's like all of a sudden you get a collective group of 300,000 people that think they don't matter, and that's what, 1% of the people that live in this country? Right. Now, it's also 1%, and it's just like, what the hell? You can't be doing that. It's like, your vote matters. I don't care what you think. Your renewable energy matters. Your, com- your commitment to the earth matters, man. I mean, just even like yeah, littering, like littering, even littering. You know, don't even your, throw your, thumb your, out. your your impact. You have such an impact. You think you know maybe checking a bottle, checking the you know, you see stuff all the time where like you know, ducks and stuff are getting tangled up in like beer. Uh, what are those like those plastic? Yeah, beer, yeah, like, like the six so, like, pack the, the that so, holds like the six pack, like six pack of like soda or something. Right, right, and right. they get all wrapped up in that stuff and like cut up. But yeah. actually, I just read an article today that this Japanese team actually was messing around with these enzymes and uh that they on accident created like this super enzyme that actually breaks down plastic that's insane like actually eats up plastic and like usually to destroy the plastic that we use for like plastic bottles and like most like clear thin plastics it's like this plastic that doesn't break down 
after like it like it takes a hundred years to break down. Yeah. And they created this enzyme that can break it down in like in a, in a year or in months. And yeah. they can and the enzymes are actually biodegradable and like eco friendly. So if they can actually keep researching on this super enzyme and just expand it they can you know it, it is biodegradable and it's like environmentally friendly so if they actually keep going in on that they could actually probably get it to a point where they can use that to clean up the plastic right in the oceans right and i'm glad you brought up the plastic too because plastic is a huge thing people if you're gonna start changing the environment minimize your plastic like we have a disgusting i repeat a disgusting Plastic consumption usage in this country, in the whole world. I mean, if we were to mitigate that at all, we would see dramatic changes in the environment to the animals in the environment. Like you were saying, I've, I've seen a, like a recent article of a whale that was washed up on shore. Literally, its whole stomach was filled with plastic. I, I that saw that. Yeah, like 10 bags. Or 10 just, like huge bags of just, plastic. Just shit, disgusting. Yeah. Just, just absolutely disgusting. And that is actually happening. I don't care what you think. I don't care if you enjoy your Mountain Dew bottle. Find a way to make it more sustainable. I'm talking to these big companies too, man. If you're listening, you're running a big company, find, find a way to make your product more sustainable. I don't care if you're making whatever. Whatever it may be, most things come in plastic. You buy a little battery charger, it comes in plastic. You buy batteries, they come in plastic. You buy a microphone, it comes in plastic. Everything comes in plastic. It's like, how are we going to change that? At right. one point, we weren't doing that. What can we be using to change that? I personally don't have the right answer, but I know someone that's listening does, honestly. So anyone that can mitigate their plastic usage just start doing that honestly and it's little things like literally you know instead of getting a bunch of water bottles get one nice metal bottle yep yeah it costs more in the front end but then you just use that over and over and Dude, over again right. and you're not wasting your money on plastic bottles you're not wasting all these like you're not it, like it's just consumable it's, it's exponential too because yeah. what it, that's a great example too because we in the last like six months to a year both nick and i both bought britas for our house Right. We were all, I was personally getting a bunch of water bottles, which is just absurd. You can't be doing that. You can't be buying a 24-pack of water bottles a week, having one water bottle and throwing that away. I mean, that's, you're like, oh, it's only 24. What happens if you multiply 24 by 300 million? I mean, you can start doing the math. I'm not even going to do it on here. You Time, know what I mean? 365. Times 365. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. It's like... Exactly. It's like, it's just, it's crazy, man. So it's like, just the little things really do matter. So buy a Brita, buy some sort of water device, buy some, buy a gallon even instead of buying 24 little bottles and refill that gallon 50 times. Clean it out, refill it. And it's just going to be better than you throwing away all those bottles day in and day out. It'll save yourself a pretty penny too. Yeah, you and will. you'll be helping the environment. So buy a Brita, win-win. actually. It's like 30 bucks on Amazon. I'll just, we'll put the link in the bio. Buy a Brita, right. would you? Honestly, go buy a Brita water filter. Save yourself a hassle of going to the store and buying water bottles. Fill up at the sink. Don't worry about plastic and just start doing your part, honestly. Yeah, I mean, every yeah, little things make a big difference. Always, always. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Yeah, thanks for tuning in. <laughs>